And good Sunday morning to you here, uh, Newland Christian Church podcast. We have our sermon for Sunday morning, the same sermon you would hear in the church, but we want to say Happy New Year to each and every one of you. And as we open up uh, this message, I would like to ask everyone to please be in prayer for a family that is very near and dear to my heart, uh, the family of Dr. Ken Harper, who is a pastor at Limville Evangelical Methodist Church um, in our community. Uh, he was uh, more than a pastor to me. He was a friend, uh, almost a, a father of the faith in some ways. Uh, was always a dear friend to our family, and uh, he passed away uh, yesterday. So I'd like to ask everyone to please be in prayer for that family as we kick things off this morning. Also be in prayer for that church. He was still the active pastor of the church as well. So uh, they are going through a hard time right now, and we would like to ask for prayers for them. In 2021, folks, we are kicking off a new series today, opening the year with the messages here of beginnings. And I hope that today finds you well. And unfortunately, um, due to circumstances that we can't control, uh, we are looking at um, this year starting uh, in in a different way within our body. But I tell you, the Lord is good. The Lord is good. And I want to talk about 2021 for a minute because 2021 uh, is the stuff that science fiction is made of, right? I mean, we've constantly heard things. I I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Mad Max, but it apparently takes place in the year 2021. Uh, But I can remember 20 years ago when everyone was so worried, or 21 years ago, I guess it would have been, uh, when everyone was so worried about the the turnover from 1999 to 2000. Everything was going to shut down. Everything was going to go crazy. Everything was going to go haywire. And folks, it took 20 years for us to see a year that I think rivaled what we anticipated 2000 was going to be like. Uh, And that would have been 2020. But everyone was so worried about this 2K bug, this Y2K bug. And a new year, it seems like all you heard about and read about are people making new year's resolutions it seems like on social media that's the the norm Uh, everybody is looking to make a difference in a certain way turning over a new leaf setting goals looking for things to accomplish and setting out on a new 365 unit um, journey of trying to accomplish that goal by the next year by the next time the calendar turns I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolutions, and I think I've said that here before, but I want us to understand today that, you know, maybe I'm not a fan of New Year's resolutions, but what I can say is um, I do think it is an appropriate time to talk about beginnings. I think it's an appropriate time as we start a new year to talk about beginnings, And and I've alluded to us going this direction for the last couple of weeks But I want us to understand this over the course of the next few weeks. I want us to go back to the beginning. Not only uh, there, we'll look at some other beginnings as well. But for the first four weeks, we are going to go back to the beginning of it all. Uh, No, not the beginning of COVID or not the beginning of the circumstances of this country or anything else. I want to go back to the first four words of the Bible. And I've, I've preached something similar to this before. But I feel that this is necessary as we move forward today. 
Our text for today, if you'll open to the first page of Genesis, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. And I only want to focus on four words. Four words is how we're going to start this today. In the beginning, God. Let's open in prayer. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to come before you uh, today. Lord, I thank you that you have given hope and opportunity in the midst of chaos around us. Lord, I pray that your words would be my words, that I would, uh, that you would speak uh, through me, Lord, and uh, that you would be blessed by the words that I share. And uh, thank you. Lord, for again, the opportunity just to see you move in mighty ways today. Lord, may the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you, our rock and our redeemer. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. So before creation, God, in the beginning, God, before order came to chaos, God, before rhyme or reason, God, that's where I want to start today. And it may be that we need to reorder some things prior to sense or sensibility there was god in this simple statement in the beginning god we are catching a glimpse of the right order the necessary order the divinely approved order of the universe and truthfully we forget this truth we we tend to forget there's an order to things the only order for our lives that actually works is the order of creation. I want to start this year by issuing a challenge, a serious challenge to us today. What if we got back to this place in 2021? What would happen if we got the order right? What would happen if instead of us getting flustered and overworked and overwhelmed, we took and got the order back where we need to. Before we begin a relationship, God, before we end one, God, before we quit our job or we start a new job, God, before we quit church or sleep in, God, before we spend our money, God, before we argue politics god before we argue human decency god before we get into the arguments and the material things of this world god i wonder if we would get the order correct if we would see the end of the chaos i'm not saying we won't face trials folks listen i'm not saying that at all trials are guaranteed jesus guaranteed those to the disciples and i don't think that we are exempt from his statements there but too many of us are living in chaos that's not our heritage we've heard a number of conversations about heritage in the last year everybody wants to talk about heritage folks the only heritage that we need to understand is God. We don't hear peace be still because we're still trying to drive the boat, so to speak. We're still trying to direct the paths. We're still trying to live in the chaos of our lives without starting where we should start. 
if the order of our life was adjusted to make sure that our agenda, our motivation, our dreams and pursuits all began with God, we would see a sense of fulfillment. We would see sense return. We would see purpose return to our lives. And I honestly believe that if that God in the beginning was not only the prerequisite for creation, but is also the key ingredient in the recipe of creation in our lives. God ordered an, an entire universe into being. God put it in order. He can be trusted to order our lives, to reorder our lives, to put our lives in order. If he could handle the complexity of designing the human body, I promise you he can handle the complexity of designing the life after you are developed. If he can pull off the balance of light and dark, he can surely select someone for you, a mate. If he can structure the planets and the stars, then he's certainly able to order the path that you walk today, provide for you, position you in the correct place. Why is it that we believe that he can pull off the impossibilities of creation, but we think, live, and behave as if he can't handle the impossibilities of our own life? Why do we put so much faith in God knowing that he created the world, but we can't even trust him? with tomorrow I mean we've sung the song uh, his eyes on a sparrow and I know he watches me but we actually don't live as we believe that those words are true even if the scripture tells us it's true but God can't but God does but you don't understand I mean, let's think about the words of that song. Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart feel lonely? The implied answer is that we shouldn't feel discouraged, shadowed, or lonely. But we do. I think if we get back to the beginning with God, if, if God is back at the beginning of our lives, we would be able to remember that he is in control and able to handle the issues. So the challenge simply is this. It's a simple concept, this difficult uh, reality, so to speak. This, this challenge is difficult in reality, but we need to reorder our entire life to put God at the beginning of every aspect of our lives. Now, that's not going to be an easy thing to do. There are some challenges to this. There are challenges that we need to reorder, and we must do this today. There is a battle for first place in your life today. Did you know that? I know you do, but did you know that? I want to put it back in front of you for, re, for a realization. Reality speaking, right now, there is a natural and a supernatural war for your attention and your allegiance. Bad things will try to become first in your life. Good things will dominate God things if we are not careful. It is easy to talk about reordering our lives. However, the reality is that we, to do it, it 
it's a blood and guts war. For us to fully reorder everything about our lives, it is a full-blown, all-out blood and guts war. It is, is something that we must undertake and understand. If we do not embrace the fact that it will be a battle, then we will drop out of the necessary and life-changing fight. This is not for the faint of heart. This is not for the weekend warrior Christian. As we enter 2021, understand that this battle, this war, this opportunity for you is only for those who are tired of the chaos, tired of the confusion, and tired of the mediocre existence. It's only for those who are willing to fight back the advance of everything and everyone that would try to overtake God in the first place spot of our lives. To put God at the beginning means that other things have to move toward the end. It means that we must reorder our priorities. If I put this another way, it, the position that God holds in our life is revealed by the allocation of our time, our finances, energy and attention, our worship. Maybe it's a matter of taking one day to look at how you handle everything. And realize if God even has a place in that in your life at all. We have become much too comfortable with God. Meaning that we put him in like 10th place, 12th, 25th. But see, God's not comfortable with that position in our life. The order is wrong and the benefits and the blessings that come from the proper order are lost. And we forfeit those when we choose to live in disorder. Who or what sits on the throne of your life? I think we need to check ourselves today. I've had to look at my own life to find these answers. What holds first place today? Now, before you answer that and say God with the Sunday school answer I want you to really think about it and let me give you some options that might enter in TV car the house him or her them your job now as I list those for you think about this no time for the word but time for your show no money to tithe but you can buy new furniture clothes and and you can secure those without a second thought maybe you no need for a relationship in body but dates and nights out are commonplace the the sick tired distracted uh, issue of whether you can go to church or not but you're faithful to get back to your job on Monday. Who is your life turned toward? What indicates that God is first in your life today? Now, don't take me for a fool. I know that it can be faked. Believe me, I've met folks that can quote chapter and verse. I know because I experienced it in my own life at times too. It's easier just to move on with the life that you're living rather than accept what needs to be done. 
You make a show of worship and giving. You never miss a Sunday of church, but then you dig in. You discover that God is really not first in your life or in their lives. Visible indicators can lie or mislead, but since we, what we see is what we most readily judge, what visible part of your life indicates God's position in your life? I think it's a valid question that maybe we need to answer as we move forward today. How would your neighbors know that God is first if you roll out of bed at the same time they do on Sunday? How would your coworkers know that God is first if your attitude, topics of discussion, and statements about the boss are the same as theirs? How does your bank teller know that God is first in your life when you spend your money on the exact same things that she does or he does? What needs to go down for God to come up? What needs to be reordered and prioritized in your life for God to take over that number one spot? Listen, God doesn't come number one in your life by accident. It is not an accident. We have lost the discipline aspect of discipleship folks as we move into this year one of the things that sticks out the most about what we're leaving behind is that we have lost the discipline aspect of discipleship i know of no one that has stumbled into a disciplined walk you don't accidentally become a radical follower of christ you don't accidentally read through the new testament or the whole bible in a year you won't accidentally attend church more You won't accidentally fast. You won't accidentally witness to someone around you. You won't accidentally invite someone to church. You won't accidentally pray more. Quit on waiting on the quit. Just just quit waiting on the accidents to happen and recognize this intentionally make a choice to reorder your life today. Matthew 6.33 reveals our disciplined duty and the blessing of order. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all, there's that word again, all these things will be added to you. We love to quote that in our weak attempt to convince ourselves that we're actually seeking his kingdom first. We fail to grasp the meaning and the implications of the word seek, however. Seek is not a passive word. You know, I I hope to stumble into it by accident. You know, I hope it happens type concept. If you are looking to seek him and just hoping that it happens, you may have another thing coming. The proof of our desire is a pursuit. If you truly desire something, you will pursue it. If you're looking at a relationship uh, with someone, if, if I'm looking for one if you anyone who is married if you're in a marriage relationship when that first thing started clicking when you met that person you pursued them and why because pursuit shows that there is proof of desire what are you doing what are you going to pursue this year If we are going to begin with God, it needs to be an intentional act. It will be because we force ourselves to make the right choices, the right time allocations, the right changes in our lives. What are we intentionally going to do to begin with him? 
Listen, good intentions are, are worthless. Good intentions pile up at our feet. How many of you made a New Year's resolution? And we're three days in. How many have already blown it? We judge others by their behavior. We judge ourselves by our intentions. Intentions speak to an I hope to mentality. I'm challenging you today to discipline yourself and purposely reorder your life. Will it be easy? No. If it were, everyone would do it. It will be the hardest battle you face. The benefits are worth the pain, but it will still be hard. There will be strife. There will be struggle. But we can pray today for the still and the strife. We can pray today for calm and chaos. We might feel busted, but there will be a blessing and there will be uh, distractions. But we can follow the destiny of Christ. Think about Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 through 20. There's this reality in it. Uh, I think it was, um, I heard it in a sermon one time. I, I want to say it might have been, I, I don't know. But the son, of, the son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things on heaven and on earth. Visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn among the dead so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Jesus is first. That's what I've heard. He is the first in order. He is the first in importance. And he is first because he is the center of everything. Listen, that's what he should be in your life today. The thing that is at the center of your life is the thing that is ultimately first in your life. So instead of worrying about putting Jesus first in your life, what if you concentrated on making him the center or the origin, the origination, the beginning of every area of your life? Not only the top priority in front of every other priority, but the top priority in every priority. Listen, hear this and understand this today. How do you reorder things in your life? It's not Jesus, then my family. It's Jesus in my family. It's not Jesus, then my career. It's Jesus in my career. And it's not Jesus, then my church. It's Jesus in my church. If we're going to get the beginning right, we have to get the beginning centered. Let's deal with the beginning from the beginning. Stop and consider for a moment what your life would look like on January the 1st, 2022. 
if you take the next 363 days and begin every day, every choice, every attitude with him? What would your life look like if you begin everything with him? If your life were centered on him, it's not about reordering and putting him at number one in the list. It's about making him the center of all things. Folks, we have to reorder our lives to find peace. We have to reorder our lives to get things in order or else we're living in chaos and we will fall every single time. As we go through these weeks of beginnings, understand this. It's not Jesus then anything. It's Jesus in everything. When Jesus is in it, everything changes. Let's close in prayer. And remember, if you have a decision you need to make, you can contact us. Contact us through our Facebook page, Newland Christian Church. You can contact us through our webpage, newlandchristianchurch.com. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to share the gospel in this way. Lord, as we begin a year that we most certainly know will be a trial. God, help us to not be negative, but to center our lives in you. You're the center of the universe and everything begins in you. Lord, we thank you for all the many blessings that you give each and every day. And if there be one that needs to hear from you today, Lord, I pray you touch their heart, that you bring peace into the chaos, that Lord, I pray that we would reorder our lives to reflect you to those around us. Go with us, Lord, lead us, direct us, continue to show us your glory. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. And again, we want to thank you for tuning in for our services here on our uh, podcast page. Thank you for listening and hope you had a blessed time with us. You can get more information on Newland Christian Church at newlandchristianchurch.com or go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash newlandchristianchurch. And until next week, we hope you have a blessed week in the Lord.